You think that I'm running in place? Y'all really testing my patience. Right before I blow up the spot, I had to get back to the basics. What if my talent is wasted? You see, but I'm lacking a placement. Thoughts as I rap in the basement, but my come up is legend is greatness. Welcome to the Dennis Postuma Show. I'm your host, Dennis Postuma, and today we have a very special guest, Elizabeth DeMorais. Elizabeth, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm excited to have this conversation today. Yes, me too. And we've been talking for a while, I've been friends for a while, but let's go ahead and let our viewers know a little bit about you and what you have going on right now. Of course, yes. I, I would say that the foundational core of what I do is really help people feel more confident and more embodied in what they're doing in, in their life and in their you know, feel more confident in their skin. Uh, and the way I do that is really helping people develop their personal presence, their magnetism, their their charisma through the camera and on stage. And so I'm an on-camera coach as well as a transformational coach. So I help you use the camera as that transformational tool to really see how you can develop yourself to your best self, to the best version of yourself. And how do you pull that out? How do you, in a sense, perform that best self? I'm a former professional dancer. Well, I'm going to stop and say, I am a dancer. There you go. <laughs> and choreographer. I had a whole life of doing that professionally and I'm stepping back into that as well because it is my it's such a core passion of of who I am. Uh where I feel most connected to God is when I'm dancing and so I'm bringing that back in and so I utilize those elements of performing and how you connect with your audience. I use those skills to pull that out in my clients. So that's one thing that I do or one aspect of what I do. I am multi-hyphenated as I think many of us are. And uh, so that's one element that I do. And then I'm also starting to produce my own show called The Next Act with Success and Motivation TV, as well as stepping into producing other people's shows, their series. Uh, So I'm excited to see how that starts to unfold. Yeah, I love that. And I love, so tell us, Let's talk about, because really some of the inspiration for your new show is is the dancing, correct? And that's where it kind of formulated. So tell us about how Mm -hmm. that came about. And uh, it's such a cool story. So I want to share with the viewers a little bit about how that came about and where it goes. Definitely. Well, thanks for asking. Uh, Well, as I said, I used to uh, dance professionally and choreograph, perform all over, teach all throughout Europe and the States. It's what I have my two master's degrees in. And uh, so like I also said, it's where I feel so connected, it's where I feel so connected to God and where I'm able to access this amazing state of flow. It reminds me of who I am at my core. And when I'm in that state, I can be so open to things being downloaded and then express them and to go create things. And so it's my medium to be able to live life so much more, um, so so in, in a rich way okay. <laughs> and to create new things in the world. And so in my, in my journey, I guess you'd say okay. of, of stepping away from it, I realized that, and the reason why I stepped away and I'm not blaming my children by any means, this was my choice that I wanted to really focus on being a great mom and being present. Uh, whereas the life of a dancer that, that wouldn't really allow me to be that. So I stepped away from it. 
But in doing so, I shut the door and I threw away the key to an element of who I am. Uh, and through that whole time, there was always a sense of I, I'm being, you know, I'm here, I'm present. I've created my own businesses that I can do from home so I can be around the kids and really always be available to them and to the family. But there's something missing. There's some element that, um, that just doesn't feel right. And realized a number of years in about 13, 14 years into it, I realized, wait, this I'm missing dance. And we, earlier we had a conversation about the role of coaches and mentors in our lives. And I was at a mastermind retreat a number of years ago and it came to, and this also relates to the start of this, of the show, the concept of the show is they said, what do you really want to do? Like, what do you want to really create in life? And I said, well, someday I'm going to host my own show uh, about people going into like the next state is the next part in a chapter of their, of their journey. And I really want to dance. And and they're like, why aren't you dancing? It's like, well, there are all these fears. One, I just made the choice to step away from it. There are fears coming up for me that what if I'm not as good as I was, or that I never can regain that. Maybe I'm too old, all those things of like, or maybe it's just frivolous. Sure. Uh, and they said, well, tonight we're going to go out to dinner after we finish our session here. And after dinner, we're coming back. We were in this exquisite Airbnb in, in uh, Colorado, that was an old church converted into a home. And so the sanctuary was cleared out and it was this huge, like multi-sectional living room with the kitchen. I mean, it was just, it was huge. And they said, tonight we're rolling away the, the carpet and you're going to dance for us. You're going to perform for us. And I was, I was like, oh, okay. And one of the coaches, it was a, a husband and wife team who are coaches. And the, the husband said, I bet you, I know you, 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 you feel like you're afraid, like you think you're afraid, but I bet you, you know, exactly what you're going to wear tonight already and what music you're going to use. And I said, you know, grin came across my face like, yeah, I already know. <laughs> so I was like, that's amazing. Instant. And they were like, okay, you're going to go do it. So we went to dinner and came back and it was, we, they, we did a Facebook live with it to share that, you know, this is my first time dancing and performing again. And it felt so good. And the same coach, he said, you know, you, I know you're, you're not in shape as you feel you should be, but it looks like you never stepped away from it. You were so in the moment and I made all of them cry oh <laughs> in a good way, touched yeah. them because there, there was this, when I, I've recently was told and I, and I know this as well is that when I move, I move other people and, you know, move their energy or move their emotions. And I'm not saying that in an ego way. I just know, and I'll get teary. I just, it's one of the things where I feel so solidly confident that I know I can take you on a journey and I can play with the timing and I can play with, um, just how you're going to feel, how I'm going to draw you in and spit you out in a sense, you know, in a good way. And so it's, it, it was coming back to that and now actively, and it's taken a number of years because I, I keep dipping my toe in it. And now I say, you know, no, at the age of 51, what if I really get my body back without any attachment to the outcome? Yeah. What if I really get work towards getting my body back into dancer shape, not just in shape. Cause I can get in shape. 
I can get my endurance up and I can get myself looking strong and feeling strong, but dancer shape is three-dimensional. It's lifting, you know, it's going upside down. It's everything and keeping your endurance going. It's completely different. Not saying it's better or worse. It's just, it's completely different. And so what if I took that journey? And like I said, not attached to an outcome that like, oh, now I'm, I'm working on becoming a professional dancer again. If that comes amazing, if I can audition for some big show because I feel ready, great. If not, at least I know I'm, I know what it's going to do for me reconnecting with that love and that passion. And so that for me, my own journey, that's, what's inspiring. But I've also witnessed other people who, especially through the, the pandemic who have really started reevaluating and recalibrating where they want to be in life, realizing this is, I've been living so much of my life in this way. Life is short or, uh, I'm not motivated or feeling inspired anymore. Where, where do I need to go from here? Or what do I need to reconnect with that? I've always either I did and let go of, or something that I've always wanted to do, but never did because I was told I shouldn't, or because I'm supposed to do the responsible adult thing. Right. And, but I know that that's where I really find the joy. And, and so I want to tell those stories. I want to tell those stories of what people reconnecting or connecting with something that they know they love and what has happened since. So for example, and I saw you go, so don't forget your, 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 your idea, or your question. Oh, well, I was, no, no, I was yeah. actually going to stop you and say, what was it like for you to reconnect? Oh. that that night what was it what oh that was night like actually like for that to happen what was that moment when did it feel like you caught a part of your life back or what, what was yes. it like? yeah yeah it was and it's it's also I'll put a little caveat in there it's also where self-sabotage comes into play because did I actively then go follow through no okay until years later okay but touching upon that yes I felt so connected to myself and so like oh my gosh this is who I am this is where I have so much power of fully living, feeling, fully feeling alive. And it's that, oh, I am, this is who I am type yeah. of feeling. Uh, but what happens so often is that be- when we have these natural gifts or natural talents, we can either just think, well, that's no big deal. Or I, I have this life that I'm living, but that's just, that's just fluff. That was just um, me feeling the the side effects of drinking some champagne. Like, sure. you know, it's like, oh, yeah. that felt good, but no, oh, this is really what life is. Yeah. Whereas actually where it feels really good, if it's for a positive outcome, not it feels really good to do something negative. That's not where you, where like where it feels good. And it's, it's where you're feeling most alive and feeling connected and you're putting good work out into the world. That's where you're supposed to stay. That's your message from God to say, stay in this place. Yeah. Instead of going, no. Yeah. And it's so crazy. Yeah. We put those parameters on ourselves that like the outside world puts on us. And then we kind of get it within that lane and then they don't understand. It's one of the things when I coach, I tell people, you know, like Jay-Z said, you're not a businessman. You are a business man. You're an actual. So mm-hmm. we don't know. I don't know what Elizabeth's career path looks like. It may look like coach here, 
dance here, confidence here. And if you don't do the dance, does it keep your confidence where it needs to be, which then affects your coaching with an exactly. life, which then expects you mm -hmm. to choose a parent. So mm -hmm. that's one of those things. that's so amazing that we allow the outside society to do that to us. Right. Or think, well, that's no big deal. That's just a natural thing. Cause I think I, I, well, not, I think I know, I know I'm lazy because I always know, like, and, and the same thing can happen with getting, uh, you know, getting my fitness back into place. I know my body will like respond instantly. Like I can just turn it on at any time. So I just have that knowledge of, Oh, well, when I start dancing again, it'll go right back to where I need to be. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, I'll just let it be. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yep. What's that? That muscle memory, it'll just exactly. automatically, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so, it when something is so easy, it's so easy to just like go. It's no, it's not really a part. I need to stay focused on what's what's hard, or what I need. What just is the everyday. Yeah. And, and how does dance really help you with your confidence and how you coach people with confidence? Can, is that, so how does dance help me? Yeah, yeah. How did how did it or how does it? It it helps me get into my body. Okay. Uh, and when I'm feeling embodied, I can be fully present okay. and I'm then much more creative in problem solving and being present for the, for example, with, you know, my clients, my coaching clients that I'm then so I can be so much more in the flow, um, to go, here's this idea or my awareness opens up too. my, because if I'm really connected and activated in both body and mind together, I'm so much more receptive to, to observe certain elements that I may not see or other people won't, won't see that I can then go, Hey, what about this? Yeah. So I, for me to be fully living and it integrate into the, like positively into the rest of my life, I need to dance in some form or fashion every day. It's just how, the core thing. It's just, yeah. yeah. How did that, how did that develop into you creating a show about this? How did that exact, you know, cause the story is so cool with that. And how did that develop into that? Well, I'm seeing it. It makes such a big impact in my life that I, I can't be the only one. Yeah. <laughs> and also another element I like, I, I really work on moving from my soul, what my soul wants and what it's saying to go do. And so that's one element of me moving forward into it and inspiring me at the same time. I try, I get locked in or looped into, I think we all do this of the judgment of others mm -hmm. <laughs> of like being validated from the outside. Okay. Well, that's what I need to go do, or I shouldn't do that because I'll get judged or get reprimanded. Um, but in this case, I am going to say that I go, I'm going from my soul, what my soul wants and listening to that inspiration and that where I need the intuition of where I need to go at the same time, I'm getting so, when I speak about it to other people, I'm getting so much of an amazing response of, Oh my gosh, that's so interesting. That is so cool. I want to know more because so many people are going through that. And so that's like the step of like, Oh, okay. I need to keep moving forward into it. So. And that's how, and that's how the title comes with, I like the, where mm -hmm. the title comes, the next act. Cause um, it really flows with exactly. We, we often think that we should give up on those dreams yes. and really there's, there's that little fire that we just can't put out. <laughs> yeah. And if, if we keep, if we stay in that comfort zone of not flourishing that flame, that comfort zone will kill us. It'll, it'll kill our soul. 
And so, so many times we can be so fearful of getting outside of our comfort zone into our courage zone because, we think, oh my gosh, it's going to be so uncomfortable. At the same time, being in that comfort zone is for me. And I think for you as well, yeah. we had you know, a bit of a conversation around that earlier as it, 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 squelches you it strangles you it becomes your cage and so you're dying anyway yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's go into it go do it yeah what what um what kind of guests are you planning are you have planning on having guests on your show and what is what's the definitely goal? yes okay. definitely and i do want to say something to the to the um to the question of really like what when we step into something like this, uh, where we're going into that next act or doing something that we touched upon before that was our gifting that lit us up or that we wanted to go do what we never did is that, um, and this, I, this will probably relate to your, now your question about who, what types of people would come in. I want to give the example of like, when we do step into something like that, what can happen in our lives? Like you asked how worked in my life, but I have a, a friend, um, that I want to, um, share the story about is that she really, she, we were in a coaching program again together a number of years ago. And the coach said, um, you're really good at X. You should really go into this. This is where I really see. And she's like, yeah, I love that. Where intuitively though, she was saying, I've always wanted to go into this, okay. you know, into this type of, of business and a certain type and the coach said, mm, I don't know about that. I don't know how successful that will be. She's like, but that's what I'm really being drawn to. Well, not even a year and a half ago, she said, I'm going to really step into that. I'm going to let go of this. It's no longer lighting me up. What I've been working on for the last few years that I'm good at. So I'm excellent at it, but it's not my genius zone. It's my excellent zone, my genius zone. I'm going to step into this. It's only been like a year and a half. And she's on track this year to hit $2 million in revenue. Oh my God. And she's in such flow and in such joy. I mean, like, it's just, she's, it's just, life is just so, I don't want to say easy because we all have challenges, but sure. she's just like, sure, I'll do it this way and that. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. Okay. That's, that's where we all, if we step into that next act that is accessing our passions and what really lights us up so many other things open up for us. Mm -hmm. And no matter what age you're at in, uh, you know, many times we'll think, oh, well, it's your next act. It means it's your, your, it's your midlife crisis, or so you're stepping into your second act or in your, now there's the 70 and 80 year olds saying, no, 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 it's not your second act. I'm now in my third act. Meaning like we are always vibe. We can always be viable and vibrant all throughout our lives, which I love that that's happening. That's, you know, like at 65, we're like, we're no longer relevant. You know, no, it's like the, the, the generation that is in their sixties, seventies, and eighties, they're redefining what retirement looks like and all it's really exciting. What I'm looking at is it's not just three acts. Yeah. We have all different acts throughout our lives, whether you're, you're, you're a new dad. So your yep. next act now is enter, uh, figuring out, okay, how do I do this business thing and be a husband and now a dad? What do I, what kind of life do I want to create for myself and for my family, for our kids, you know, and, and what legacy do I want to leave? What's that next act for? It might be somebody who is going through or just went through menopause and their kids just went to college. What is that? Could even be the 20 year old who just found out that, you know, 
her husband's been cheating on her and they have, you know, a new baby baby. And now she's a single mom. And, but she's got this dream of being a, a fashion designer. Yeah. Stepping into that and like, oh my gosh, it's only been a year and I'm already exploding as a fashion designer. You know, it's, um, so it's, it's really allowing ourselves to see that we're in constant evolution. Yeah. And so the people to, to your question, the pe- the types of people that I want to interview are exactly those types of people, people that, um, and I hate to say everyday people, they, pop you know the people who are stepping into things that they really love and then what has transpired in their life since then whether it's an expansion of joy in their life or it's a now a huge business that's bringing them lots of money or it's a huge business that's expanding across the globe um so it's stories of those ty- of those types of people but also people i would love to uh, we've spoken about this like interview sylvester salone who's like yeah. you know the, the person who like you know is really about the underdog and coming forward i'd love to interview people like um uh, who else let me think like uh, richard branson yeah. <laughs> you know, they that have like okay i mean you've seen him constantly evolve into different you know here he did music. Now he has an, uh, an airline. Now he has this, you know, it's like those types of people of wh- what did they, who did they need to become for those things to occur? Yeah. And, and not and ever what giving is it? up on their dream. Yeah, exactly. No matter yeah. what the age are. Cause I mean, I'm, it, we all have those excuses. <laughs> oh, well, I'm too old or I'm too young or I don't have enough money. I don't have the right spouse. I'm single. I, you know, whatever it is, I don't live in the right place. Um, you know, we all have those excuses. Well, those are, those are just limiting limits we've placed on ourselves because we're not willing to acknowledge where we're not allowing ourselves to receive what we really want. Yeah, I I love that. And I think, you know, to be the best version of ourselves, we have to figure out that dream that we may have given up on too early or not chased after. And I think Sylvester Stallone's a good point of view because you just wonder what what is he really capable of? And we all have that in us, right? What are we really capable of? You have no idea mm-hmm. what the next what the next act really is because there's exactly. so many things that you think, oh wow, your career's been so good and you've done this. But then you can also do this and this okay. and then and be multi hyphenated. Yeah. Yeah. Mo- <laughs> yes. Yes. We are both very good at that. So yes. yeah. <laughs> I think, I mean, I think everybody should embrace those elements in themselves. You know, you don't have to just be one thing. Absolutely. And, and I want to talk a little bit about the producing side of it and where obviously you have extremely awesome skills when it comes to camera and coaching people with camera and confidence and all those things. Mm-hmm. How is that going to play a part in producing and and what's the game plan there? Because I think there's a lot of exciting things that are going to be coming Mm -hmm. from you. So Mm -hmm. talk to me a little bit about that. I think from the experience that I have in exactly what you just spoke about makes me in terms of, for example, creating a production company makes me very different than most traditional production companies because uh, many will, you know, they, they've of course, focus on the visual, the, the, the imagery that comes from producing the story behind it and all the element that I bring into play is that I'm able to then to bring the, 
the guests or whomever like for my show, help my guests, but also for shows that I produce to help bring the best out and whoever's in front of the camera and really be to remind everyone, let's get back to what our soul's purpose is. Let's reconnect with that, get into the flow of that, because that's where the true energy is going to be expressed into and through the camera. Uh, rather than it just being, so yes, I'm here answering your questions. Yes. yes. <laughs> or let me figure out how I can manipulate my charisma and my body language to come across on camera so that I, I look like the executive that I, I am. No, it's about finding that energy. That's, that's, that's the, the sweet spot that really makes your charisma and your, the, your captivating presence so much richer. So I, I, think I am it. able to bring that forward. I think that's what's really exciting about knowing that you're going to start producing some of these shows and do, because I think people have a great story mm-hmm. and if they can present that properly, and I think you're the missing component for so many of us out there that if you, if you come in and you're the one producing it, it's going to be exciting to see um, what comes about with, with all the different ideas. I'm, I know I'm super excited after our first conversation about it. So uh, I look forward to seeing what really happens with that. So thank you. Um, yeah, I, I, I'm glad that we're talking about this because it's also, you know, it's so easy to forget your talents and your gifts that you bring. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, you can wake up in the morning and go, "Who am I? What am I doing? How? What do I? Re- what value do I really bring?" And really, that's that's my sweet spot is the the bringing that out in others. And for example, I was at an event. Uh, recently where there's an awards event where they did a video of the recipients, the honorees, and then to kind of introduce the backstory of the person. And then the person would come out, receive the award and speak. And I was sitting there going, oh my gosh, I wish I was there to to, to coach everyone on the camera because, and for when they walked out on stage, because it would have been, it was beautifully produced, but at the same time, the talent they're not, they're not media savvy or camera savvy. So they don't even realize what will be even more powerful. What energy do they need to bring forward that will make their message even more powerful? And so um, that's, I'm really excited about bringing that even more to the forefront with others and uh, seeing how that can impact their, their shows. And I want to actually put in a plug for you here about that, because anybody who you have to, everybody needs to understand that the new currency is attention. It's the reality of it with, with the different social medias, with the different, with our streaming network, with whatever it may be, the currency is attention. So when you present yourself, you want to do that in such a manner that, that you're getting noticed. And so Mm -hmm. your talent may be amazing, but if nobody can see it and it's not presented properly, it may not get to the level that it needs to be. So somebody like you who can come in and, and show them how to do that and teach them what those steps need to be. I think that's awesome. And so everybody needs to get a hold of us to make sure that they uh, can get a hold of you to do that when, when the time comes, when they need that help. Thank you. Thanks. Yeah. I mean, it's, it, 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 the way you come across on camera or interacting with people can make or break your success yeah. uh, and, and developing that attention. You can have two people that have the exact same amount of experience and the value that they bring and one, and I'm not saying you have to be raw, raw, cheery, like, Oh, hello, everybody on camera. It's not that it's you being your authentic self, but being in a way that can help captivate and engage others. So the one who's going to be more captivating is the one who's going to get more attention yep. just naturally. Cause people are going to go, Ooh, I want to listen more. I want to hear more. I want to watch more. 
where can I get in contact with them? Because I want to hire them as my lawyer or as my doctor or whomever, um, rather than, huh, okay, they can get me these results, but I'm not too, they're not catching my attention constantly. Yeah. And how or, many times uh, not constantly, but on an ongoing way. Sure. And how many times do we see that the person who has the job or gets the career or gets the attention may not be the most talented or the most knowledgeable on that subject? True. True. And then the one who didn't get chosen, are like, ah, yeah, <laughs> I'm so much more, I'm so much more, uh, you know, of an expert or yeah. better at them, but why'd they get it? Well, yeah. it's, it's that presence, how you make other people feel in your presence yeah. makes a huge difference. I love it. I love it. Is there anything you want to share about coming up as far as production, how people would get a hold of you, how they would find you to get coaching as far as that goes? Definitely. I would the the biggest place is my website, elizabethdemarice.com. Uh also on there, I think that's something that that those of you who are really interested in getting better on camera in particular, I do have a free resource in there under resources in the website. Uh it's an it's um a self-evaluation or a self-assessment tool that you can print out. And I tell people to laminate it so that you can check, check off things and, and write in it and then wipe it off for every time you go on camera, you then go rewatch it. Many wow. <laughs> times we don't want to rewatch and you, without being you know emotional about it or like judgy or, you know, cringy, you look at it and you go, okay, was I too quick? Was I too slow? What was my cadence like? Did I did I have that cr- crazy crackly laugh that like that I need to get rid of? How were my my filler words? Did I have too many or any um, ums and uhs and all of that? And so that you can you can evaluate yourself and say, okay, I'm going to work on that this one thing next time and then get better. And so I would say that would be a really great resource for people to utilize um, as an easy starter to get involved. And then through that, we can then stay connected. That's amazing. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. This is just the start of what we're going to be doing together. So I encourage everybody (laughs) to check Elizabeth out and uh, look forward to see what is going to come about this relationship and what we're going to do next, because uh, we got big plans. We do. We do. And thank you so much for your time, Dennis. I appreciate it. Thanks for being on the show and we'll see you next time. Yes, definitely. Bye. Look, I am just a man on a mission. If I want it, then I get it. I go. And if you're trying to test me a beast, you gon' need Liam Neeson. The chance that you're taking is flagrant. You're testing your luck. If you think you'll make it out, then you're sadly mistaken.